0: In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Today we commemorate the great feast of the falling asleep of our most blessed lady, the Theotokos. As the hymnody and the lamentations that we did after the hymn, Saint Simeons, uh, the hymn of St. Simeon, we have one of the hymns that says, Come, let us join Anna as she comes to embrace her daughter. And it's not too long ago that we had our own Patronal Feast here at St. Anne's with our mission of St. Anne. And the sermon talked about uh, all of the work of Anna and Joachim uh, and their prayers and their humility and their purity to bring forth the blossom, the fruit of the of Israel that we encounter in our Blessed Lady, the Theotokos. It uh, as you heard in Lamentations, uh, all of creation uh, rejoices in the Theotokos. She is like as many of the hymns uh, talk about, like these flowers that we have before us, and all their beauty, there's so many angles and so much richness in this feast, To talk about the Theotokos, to talk about as we had in the Old Testament readings, we have uh, the ladder, we have the temple, and we also have the house of God built on seven pillars, that we have all of these images, all of these ways in which uh, we come to understand God as Scripture, as the hymnody of the Church. We talk about the Church as an ark. We talk about the Church as a womb in the same way that we talk about Scriptures, the way the hymnody uh, puts us, say, baby Christians, basically giving us all of this feast of images, so that we can grow. It's like food for us to, because let's face it, it is with all this stuff that's coming at us for us to be able to wrap our mind around God. We need images. We need these particular. Of thinking to help us to understand better God, His revelation, uh, what it even means to be holy. One of the great challenges that I think it is for us in the modern world, but especially uh, in North America, and I, I, this, I encounter this uh, fairly often, I also encounter it very, fairly often within myself, uh, is we have been fed such a steady diet of pulling ourselves up by our own bootstraps, uh, the kind of go out alone, Lone Ranger, um, we're going to make the world over, or if something goes wrong, this is a great American myth, if something goes wrong uh, in Kentucky, you can always move to Oklahoma, if something goes wrong in Oklahoma, you can move to Nebraska, something goes wrong in Nebraska, you can always up in California. I don't think you can go much further. Uh, I guess maybe Alaska is even further (laughs) west or Hawaii. But we have ingrained within us this kind of self autonomy individualism. And this, of course, breaks as we uh, encounter this feast of the Theotokos. We have all of this enmity about her. It's, you know, can you imagine, um, well, you probably could imagine, some of you, Coming from a Protestant background and hearing all of this language about the Theotokos and going, Whoa, (laughs) that's a lot that you're saying about the Theotokos. But this, uh, we need all of the words, we need all of the images, mostly because we're we're not alone in this. She is a great mediator, and that is in no way, and this is very clear within the teachings of the church and within our humanity. That she is the sole mediator between God and man that is Jesus Christ. That is the dogmatic truth of the church. She is not that. However, if we were to create a hierarchy, uh, a multitude of saints as we are surrounded by the saints, this is something else that I think goes against many of our modern ideas about what salvation is, Uh, we are all in this together, and so there's a whole host uh, and there are those who are the righteous, as we uh, were chanting Psalm 118. As Father Stephen and I were chanting Psalm 118 with the uh between Psalm 118, holiness is all about the obedience of the commandments. And there is none holier in within the mind of the church and the experience of the church as the mother of God. She was the temple. She is the ark of the covenant. She is the ladder. She is uh, the house. of with seven pillars, which has the wisdom of God. She is our great mediator. She surrounds us. And so, so often we kind of uh, get lost in ourselves, get lost in our own pursuits, get lost maybe even in thinking our salvation is going to be achieved if we just kind of try a little bit harder and then we don't really pray about it. But we think, we fall down and we go, (laughs) crud. And I'm gonna try again harder. Or we fall down and we say, I give up, I'm done, tap, let's well, tag team, right? Can we get a tag team so I can have somebody else to do this for me? But the church uh, wants us to soak our life in prayer and through mediation, because our salvation, everything that we have is mediated to us. Your life is given to you by your parents, your language was given to you by All of the English speakers, or Italian speakers, or Spanish speakers, or who you are all receiving your life from somewhere else, from someone else, and we receive incredible grace as we have in our our iconography. We have the Theotokos everywhere, and she mediates this grace for us. She provides it for us because she is a great intercessor. As we say at the end of every litany, that she is pure, that she is holy. That she is... All of these things, of course, is through the great mediation of our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ. She is not God. She is a creature. But of creatures, as the church teaches us, she is the greatest of creatures. She is the all-pure one. And she, in her obedience to the commandments, and her prayer, uh, mediates to us much grace. So, don't uh, attempt... To try and live some kind of life of uh, following the testimonies, the ordinances, the law of God that we heard about in Psalm 118 without relying heavily upon the grace of the saints, the grace of the church, uh, the wisdom that is within the church that we see within the humility uh, of our most blessed Lady, the Theotokos. As we come to venerate in a moment, we will come. And venerate uh, the shroud of the Theotokos will also have um, anointing and please uh, take a piece of artos dipped in the blessed wine, um, as you'll also be anointed with the blessed oil. Uh, remember to call upon her as we quite use an ongoing instructions the Traparion. All the Traparans of the feast give us some of the basic highlights of the feast. And in the second line, if I remember right. It says, even in your virginity, you gave birth to God's word, but then also in your that you did not forsake us. And you intercede for us, you help us when we fall, and there's nothing like the love of a mother to cover us with her veil, to aid us in all of our struggle in this life, to enter into that <coughs> kingdom where she stands with her enthroned son and the Father and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.